And I was amazed when I walked in. Well, first of all, when everybody started praying and hugging, it freaked me out. It really did. That just wasn't in my agenda at all. And, um, but I started, I, I listened. I was so desperate at that time. I listened. Actually, I should back up a, a little bit, shouldn't I? Um, let me start with where I was before I came into program. Um, I was raised in a household that it looked like, you know, Ron and Nancy Reagan. That's what my parents looked like. Always very proper, very well-dressed. Everything was just so. When we had dinners at my house, my mom set the table. You'd think it was an occasion and it might just be Wednesday, you know, but that's the way I was raised. We sat down at the table, you know, the, the, everything was just so the, you know, we had a dining room, um, uh, a tablecloth on the dining room table, everything. And so on the outside, it looked really good. On the inside, not so good. My mother had a lot of psychological problems. Um, she suffered from OCD and a personality disorder. And looking back on it now, I'm starting to think that maybe my dad was bipolar because he had depression too, although he would be the life of the party and then he wouldn't, you know. And um, both of them were raised in, in alcoholic, with alcoholic, uh, well, my, my father's father was a raging alcoholic, and I think he suffered for that. My mom had alcoholism in their family. Now, neither one of them drank, but they had these behaviors. You know, like with my mom, if uh, you walked into a room and sat down on the couch and messed up the pillow by by denting it just so it was like the end of the world you know or or god forbid you should kick over the corner of a throw rug you know that that just wasn't happening and so i grew up learning how to be depressed and um withdrawn uh, also my my mother both my parents would always say to me you know you'd be perfect if it just wasn't for this or or you'd be really pretty if you just didn't have that so whatever it was what i learned was i just wasn't good enough you know there was no way that i was ever good enough so i didn't have a, a eating disorder when i was young but my parents when i when i got to about the age of 11 and puberty started setting in, they started telling me I was overweight. And I look back now and I realize I wasn't. Um, I'm skipping over a lot of stuff. There was a lot of trauma in there too, you know, with, with uh, my parents going to get a divorce. And instead of um, explaining anything to me, they, my dad just took me away and dumped me at my grandma's house. And I mean dumped. Um, I loved my grandma, but I never saw either parent for that entire year. And so my head said I was rejected. You know, they didn't want me. I was the cause of their problems. Anyway, later on, they decided to patch it up. They moved to California. I never saw my grandmother again, ever. And that broke my heart. And then after my sister was born, I was probably, well, I was about 11, almost 12. My dad dumped me at some people's house that I didn't know. And that led to more rejection, you know, that feeling of, of they didn't want me. And, um, and so right about that time, I started to um, 
eat more. I started using food. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I started using food. And um, my mom took me right away to a diet doctor and got me on diet pills at a very young age. And I got strung out on those. And I think my mom did too. And when I couldn't get them anymore, I, I was older then. I was a teenager. And this was the 60s, you know, marijuana was rampant, which I participated in. But I also got into what we called whites. And um, I guess they were Benzedrine. I, I'm not sure what they were, but I was hooked on those for a long, long time. I mean, really addicted. I have since learned that I have an addictive personality. I can get addicted to anything, including plain unflavored rice cakes. I'm, I swear to God that I did, I did that. Um, but anyway, what started was yo-yo dieting after that. You know, I was never happy at home. I was, I did start smoking marijuana when I was probably 18 or 19. Um, I also started smoking cigarettes and I, I did that just like I did everything else. I, I abused that. I was smoking two and three packs, no, two, two packs a day, chain smoking, you know, and, um, 10 minutes left. Thank you. And then, um, I went on every diet you could imagine besides the diet pills. I went on Schick. I went on uh, Nutrisystem. I went on Jenny Craig. I went on Weight Watchers. I went on crazy diets that I thought up for myself. Um, I remember one at one point I was kind of anorexic because I thought if I ate anything other than maybe one hot dog and a piece of lettuce a day that I was I was dirty. That's what I thought. I was dirty for eating that. And of course, I got very thin. Then I met my husband. And, you know, as soon as we got married, it's like the weight started to go back up. And my sister-in-law got me into Weight Watchers again. And, you know, I want to say that all these programs worked for me, every single one. For I got down to goal weight for about 10 minutes. That was it. Once I got down to go weight, I started celebrating and you know what that meant, you know, food. So uh, my top weight was, I'm not sure I quit weighing, but it was over 200 pounds and I'm only five foot two and I have small bones. <laughs> as much as I'd like to say I was big boned, I was not. And um, it got to the point where it hurt to walk, it hurt to, you know, to do anything. And I, I also, about that time, this was in two, or 1984, I had a massive nervous breakdown and ended up in a hospital. They thought I had some kind of a nerve disease because my body literally shut down. I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I, you know, I couldn't do anything. And um, they, they did all kinds of tests, couldn't find anything wrong, so they did this, MM, MMRI, some kind of a Minnesota something or other test and discovered that I was severely depressed. And I remember they asked me if I would wanted to commit suicide. And I said, no, but if a truck came along, I would, I would not move. I would just let it hit me, you know? And that's how I felt. I felt like I would be better off with 
you know, gone. Um, I had a son at that time and I did quit smoking marijuana and taking whites because I didn't want to hurt him. I was afraid that I would, I would hurt him because I was totally irrational at that time. So, um, um, Anyway, I went to a I ended up going to a psychologist, a psychiatrist for over a year every day. I had to go every single day. And, um, and my husband never asked me about any of this. He never talked. We never talked about it. Nothing. So um, anyway, it got me to the point where I started to care about myself. And I went back to Weight Watchers and I lost a little weight. And then somehow or other, I don't even know how, I heard about Overeaters Anonymous. And I thought, I, I, I don't know what else to do because after a while, Weight Watchers wasn't working again either. And so I went to this first OA meeting over at the Covina Hospital and I walked in and like I said, everybody was hugging and praying and all of that. And I was freaking out. I thought, oh my God, I'm in a cult, you know? And at that time, I, I totally walked away from the church. I had been raised very uh, devoutly Catholic. Um, my mom was a con convert, so she was obsessed with that along with everything else. So um, Anyway, at that time, I was kind of like an atheist or agnostic or something, and I just didn't want any part of church, but they kept telling me, just come back, and all, all you have to do is eat three meals a day and nothing in between, and that was hard for me. I couldn't, I couldn't do that for a while, so um, I kept coming back, and finally, it clicked in. I, I ended up getting a sponsor and worked with her for a little bit. And then I, I dropped her. I, I went through a lot of sponsors. I really did right at first. Um, and I finally found a sponsor that said, you have to get off sugar. That's your main problem. And I knew she was right, but I was filled with terror at the thought of giving it up. I really was. I was scared to death. So she worked with me and worked with me. We did the steps, all 12 of them. I got off sugar. I lost all my weight. Um, I was looking good and skinny and all of that stuff. I stayed in that program for 10 or 11 years. I'm not sure how long, but it was quite a while. And then my ex, my husband and I split up after 27 years of marriage. He walked out. And I was actually, I was relieved. I needed to be free of that marriage. It, it wasn't a good situation, but I, thank you. I had no job. I had no education. I, I had nothing. So I went back to school and um, found jobs here and there. The only thing I knew how to do was art, you know, and I didn't know how anybody was gonna pay me to live for, for doing art. And, and so I just, I just had faith and I found little part-time jobs here and there, enough to keep me going. And I lived off student loans, unfortunately, I'm still paying for. But um, anyway, I, I, I thought I graduated from OA and because I was so poor and so desperate to, to work, I quit going to OA. And of course, I could tell you right now what happened. I gained all my weight back. I got back up over 200 pounds again, and it took me 20 years to get back. 
Um, I came back and I don't remember the date. I really don't. I think I've been back about five or six years now. And I, I was at that time, I was buying six big candy bars at a time, six of them and, and eating them religiously. And, um, you know, I was pre-diabetic, had all this weight and everything. And I finally thought, why not try it again? It worked before. And I don't know why I did, but I came back to the meeting over here at Skivvy. And the first person I saw was Stan. And I thought, oh my God, Stan's still here. I remember when he came in. I remember when Daryl came in. Um, you know, all these people. I, I remember when Gina came in. <laughs> at least I think so, didn't I? Was I already here? Anyway, um, so I, I started coming back and I did, I, I remember talking to Daryl one night after a meeting and I said, um, I just can't seem to give up these candy bars. And he said, just pray for the willingness. Even if you don't mean it, pray for the willingness. And I did that. I went home and I asked God, please let me be willing to give these up. Even if I don't, let me be willing. That was the last time I ate those candy bars. I swear that, that was it, you know, and, but I hadn't given up sugar yet. I still was dabbling in sugar and I went, I think I came two more, two more years or another year and a half. And we came to one meeting one night at Skivvy and in walked my former sponsor, the one that had really helped me before. I couldn't believe it that I saw her there. And, and so after she spoke, I went up and asked her, can I come home? <laughs> and she said, certainly, but you got to get off sugar. <laughs> and I thought, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't want to do this. And, and to be honest with you, I was totally scared to give it up. I really was. But I went home and I did the same thing. I prayed for the willingness. And that was that that was it. I mean, every time I prayed for the willingness and trust me, I was not sincere when I prayed for that. I really wasn't. But I did the footwork anyway. And I got off sugar. We started working together. She took me through all the 12 steps again. And this time around has been different because this time I really found my higher power. I mean, really found my higher power. And today um, I practice the 12 steps daily. I start my day out with reading the for today book, and then I read the big book, and then I stop and I pray and I meditate. And that has made a huge difference in my life. And, you know, this pandemic has been hard. I was really afraid that, that I would gain weight. Plus, I, I quit. I retired, too. I'm not working anymore. And that meant just that much less exercise I was getting. Well, I could tell you that God has been by my side because since the pandemic and without me doing anything or trying to, you know, other than working my program, I've lost six more pounds and I don't know where it went. And on top of that, the biggest thing is I've lost the obsession to eat. Anytime I feel that like I, I should eat something, I stop and I think about it and I realize I'm not hungry, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I don't know the difference. 
you know? So, so it's been a, um, a real blessing for me. I, I try to do um, daily step work. Um, the other night I realized I needed to do a 10 step at night. And even though I'm not around other people, I don't need other people to do a 10 step. I, I just have to think, you know, I've got a committee up here that I have conversations with on a daily basis. And that's where I need to do my 10 step is that committee and all those uh, resentments or, or whatever the case may be. I'm Okay, thank you. So I want to wrap up now. And I just want to tell you that if you actually work the steps, do what your sponsor tells you and, and get a higher power. I don't care if it's a chair, but get a higher power, something that has more power than you do. Because face it, our best thinking got us here. You know, um, I know that I, my brain is probably my worst enemy. And so with that, I'm going to stop and say thank you for allowing me to um, share with you. And um, we'll continue on now. So thank you.